Sunday. 3-2 delivery coming. Outside ball four. That one sailed a bit and Safford didn't pull the trigger. That'll be the first walk by Baranek and the third by Blue Raider pitching. So man on and back to the top of the order, Dalton Davis. He's one for three. Driven in, or he has scored one run. Driven in one. And swings and misses at the first offering from Baranek. 0-1. Oh There's a line shot over short and into left center. Runner makes a big turn. The Raiders throw back behind him and just barely back in is Safford. But a solid single by Davis. Moved Safford up. He tried to get a little greedy and almost paid for it. Yeah, that was a good alert play by Galloway to get that ball in quickly. And as you say, it was bang-bang uh, at second base. Logan McLeod up for the fourth time tonight. He is officially one for one with a walk and was hit by a pitch. Yeah, he was the first man that uh, Baranek faced when he came in the game yep. to start the fourth inning. He hit him with the first pitch. Is that kind of like Nuke Lelouch announcing your presence with authority? <laughs> <laughs> the 1-0 misses low, and it's 2-0. Baranek looks in. Safford, the runner, at second. Baranek pitches outside, and it's 3-0. One out in the fifth in an 8-2 game. We do have another pitcher up in the bullpen. I don't think Coach Myers wants to. Empty the pen tonight, but uh, every pitcher that we've used has been struggling. That's correct. Three balls and one strike. Runners go, and that one plunked him. That's the second time Baranek has hit him in the batting helmet. Wow. And that was a 3-1 pitch. It was a 3-1 pitch, and it did. It hit him in the helmet, and the bases are now loaded. Right Has not been a good pitching night for middle. Brody Drost. Drost is 0 for 3, and here comes Jerry Myers. We'll see if this is a meeting or a change. But Coach Myers brings the infield in as well for a meeting and they'll talk a few things over see what they want to do defensively here with the bases loaded and just one out the thing yep. you want to do is turn a double play yeah that would be nice good way to get out of the inning it's 12 hits already for the uh, 
textures. Yeah, well, in four and a third innings. You know, I, I remarked early in the game, just given some stats, that uh, they were not <laughs> that good a hitting team. They came in with a team batting average of 235. Well, that's going to be it for Bryant Baranek. Yeah. That, that compared to the Raiders' team average of 291, but you can see how stats sometimes can lead you to uh, wrong conclusions. So, new pitcher coming in. We'll take a break, and we'll get you all the details on the new hurler after this as you listen to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Back at Reese Smith Field, Justin Lee will be the new pitcher for the Blue Raiders. He'll be the fourth freshman pitcher that Coach Myers has used tonight. He's looking for one that can come in and get people out. Yes, he is, and Looking to find. Well, he pitched. I know he pitched on uh, Tuesday night at Belmont. Went two and two thirds. Gave up a run on one hit, but he walked three. He is making his 17th appearance. Yep. Three and one with a 6.10 earned run average does have one save in conference games he's one in one with a 7.5 era and the first batter he'll face is brody dross the right fielder in the inning you've had a strikeout a walk a single and a hit batsman bases are loaded with one out and the first pitch to drost is a strike No runners have crossed the plate in this inning so far. There's one fouled at the plate, and it's 0-2 on Drost. Safford's at third, Davis at second, and McLeod at first. Lee to the plate, just outside. For ball one, Justin Lee, a 
Another freshman from Mount Juliet. Curveball just missed. Not sure where, but just missed. Two balls and two strikes on Drost with the bases juiced and one out. 2-2 two, two, outside, and the count goes to 3-2. And, and nowhere to put Drost. To the plate he comes, ball poked foul, and that one stayed inside the fence, and kids, the kids after that one? Scurrying has begun down there. <laughs> Count stays at 3-2. Here's a payoff pitch. Ball hit slicing left field. That's going to get out of here. That is a grand slam by Brody Drost. He went the other way with it, and it just got out down the left field line, and that makes it a 12-2 game. All three of the runners who score before Drost will be charged to Baranek, and of course, Lee gives up the home run ball. Wow. So four runs have scored now in the inning on just the second hit. And that ball hit him. And here the umpire goes out to talk to Lee and calling in the other umpires. When you hit somebody right after a grand slam, that's going to draw some attention. And that's what is going on right here. They're talking about it. Well, they don't understand that these these pitchers are freshmen. They're not out there trying to hit anybody. They are trying to get outs, and it's been very difficult tonight. 12-2. Tech has had two four-run innings so far. Have a warning. A warning has been given to both dugouts. And now the Tech third base coach is popping off. Yeah, that is the uh, head coach. That's uh, Lane Burroughs. And Jerry Myers has come out of the dugout, and he is waiting about 15 feet from the line. But Coach Burroughs went at the home plate umpire and with both hands up after he announced that both would both teams would have a warning here. Now Jerry wants an explanation. Well, I guarantee you that Justin Lee was not did not hit that batter on purpose. It's it's just a question of lack of control. And it's not the first guy he's hit all year. He's hit eight batters coming into this. Yeah. During the season. Well, you know, it's it's just in the situation where it comes, right the first pitch after a grand slam, 
And now, if he had hit him in the head like he did, like uh, Baranek hit that kid in the head, yeah. then I think that would be justifiable to, to issue one. But this this ball was, he's trying to pitch inside. The ball just nicked him on the leg. It wasn't a big deal. Except the umpires are making a big deal out of it. Second baseman number 16, Ethan Bates. So the conversations have ended, and that'll bring Ethan Bates to the plate in a 12-2 game, 12 runs on 13 hits for Tech. They have just clobbered the ball tonight. And there's a strike called, and it's 0-1. Left-handed hitting Bates. He's one for two with a walk tonight. Strike call there, and it's 0-2. And, and you're right, this home plate umpire does not have much. You have to watch that. He twists his wrist on his right hand. Yeah, he needs to work on his strike calls. 0-2, swung on and missed, and down he goes. They say foul tip, strike three, and he's done. And the batter, huh, what, huh? Could have used that back in the third inning, couldn't we? Yeah. Sure could have, but that's a strike. And that is two outs in the inning. And Justin Lee picks up a strikeout. Two outs now for Philip Matulia, the left fielder. Matulia is one for three with an infield hit. Slices one back into the netting. And it's 0-1. Matuya, a left-handed hitter as well. He's from Houston, Texas. Justin Lee with the pitch, swing and a miss. Now 0-2. It's five consecutive strikes since he hit Corona. Lee with a quick check of the runner and to the plate. Check swing. Well, they check with the second baseman or the second base umpire if he went around. How he can see from that position, it's not even worth checking with him because he's not at third. But he said he didn't go around. It's one and two. That one's inside and it's two and two. Now, what do they do if he hits him with an inside pitch? That uh, he's, he's trying to come inside on that pitch, trying to strike him out. What would they do? Would they kick him out of the game? We'll see. 2-2 two, two pitch. There's a line drive base hit into center field, tailing away from the center fielder. He's going to try to make a double out of it, and he's going to make it. That ball kind of in no man's land between center and left. And Corona will end up at third, but Philip Matulia with a double. And that is only the third hit of the inning. It's only the third hit of the inning for Louisiana Tech. 
that'll bring up the ninth man to bat in the inning, Justin Williams, the designated hitter. He's one for three. Scored a run back in the second inning. And here he hits one high and deep to right field. That ball is going to get out of here. It's a two-run homer. Make it a three-run homer. That'll make it 15-2. And in the inning, you've had, you've had a grand slam and a three-run homer. So Justin Williams, who came into the game not having had a hit all season, <laughs> just hit a three-run homer. Yes, he did. Had an infield hit his last time up. Or that was Matuya. But, yeah, uh, Williams singled and scored back in the second. Now the tenth man to bat, and for the second time this inning, Thaxton Birch. That one hammered down the left side. Fouled out of play. One ball, one strike. I tell you, Dallas Baptist must have made these guys mad on that when they got swept out there. Either them or Southern Miss, one of the two. That one drops in for a strike. And it's one and two. Curveball, strike three called, and down he goes. Ten men come to the plate in the inning. Seven runs on four hits. Nobody left and no Blue Raider errors. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning, and it's 15-2 Louisiana Tech on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Well, the numbers don't look pretty right now. A seven run top of the fifth inning for Louisiana Tech, and Thaxton Birch had the, the, uh, he had the ability to strike out twice in the inning. Raiders. Now in the bottom of the fifth, Brett Coker, one pitch. Ground ball is short, and he is out on a close play at first. 6-3 on the put out, and that'll bring up Briggs Rudder. Here's the uh, Johnson started, went an inning in two-thirds, gave up two runs on five hits, both earned. 
Ollie Aikens, an inning in the third, a four-run, four-hit baseball. Then Baranek, an inning in the third, giving up five earned runs on three hits. That is not going to help their ERA. No. Rudder takes ball one and the 1-0 pitch from Fincher, who started the game, misses for ball two. Some folks walking around down in the tech bullpen. And here's a ground ball toward short. It'll be fielded. The throw to first is in time for out number two. Fincher, the starting pitcher, of course, has a huge lead right now. But he has gone six innings or more in each of his last five starts. And I expect they would let him probably uh, go as long as he wants to tonight. So two away for Jeremiah Boyd. Boyd pops one up on the infield. Wind is pushing it back toward the screen. Got into the stands right there at the concourse. And that's just a noisy strike down below. I'm like you, Chip. I thought that ball was going to be somewhere in the infield when it left the bat. I think the breeze blew it straight back. That pitch was outside and snagged by the catcher. But 15 runs on 15 hits for Louisiana Tech tonight. Boyd slices one foul. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Blue Raider Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Swing and a miss on some high heat from Fincher and Jeremiah Boyd goes down for the third out of the inning. It was a quick one, two, three for middle in the bottom of inning number five. No runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left. On to the six we go from Reese Smith Field. 15-2 Louisiana Tech back with the sixth inning after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of (laughs) P-I-Z-Z-A? Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Louisiana Tech sent 10 men to the plate in the fifth inning and along the way scored seven runs on four hits and 
see they didn't leave anybody on and there were no errors so here we are in the top of the sixth inning and 9-1-2 will be the hitters maybe the Raiders should call 9-1-1 <laughs> instead of 9-1-2 yeah Will Safford who hit a three-run homer Tech has had a grand slam and two three-run homers in this game. First pitch is right up the shaft. It'll be the shortstop Coker. Ranges over a couple of feet and makes the catch for out number one. So one pitch, one out in the sixth. Justin Lee still on in relief. These Tech batters are going to be letting it rip from now on out in this game. Strike called. As we, as Davis comes back up, he's two for four tonight, driven in a run and scored a run. So 10 of the 15 runs for Tech have come on three home runs. Wow. One ball, one strike on Davis. That pitch is upstairs, two and one. Well, the one thing about baseball is that, like Scarlett O'Hara once said, tomorrow is another day. There's a ball hit to center field and a great running catch by Vinson as he went back and over and the ball was tailing away from him and still made a nice catch. Yeah, the wind's playing tricks with the ball baseballs tonight. Two away for Logan McLeod. McLeod, who has been hit by a pitch his last two times up. In the batting helmet. <laughs> Both times. You think he's digging in? I think he's a little light on his cleats in there this time. Takes a strike and it's 0-1. And, and Lee to the plate. It's outside for ball one. Three o'clock game tomorrow. One one is low. It's two and one in our service Saturdays, where veterans treated a little extra special. Two one delivery here. Strike called, and it's two and two. Sun is completely down. The lights full effect now and he got hit again this time in the arm and I thought the umpire was going out to throw him out but he just went to throw a throw a ball well he wasn't trying to man McLeod he's trying to get him to get him to strike out McLeod has been hit three times tonight And Lee 
Lee's hit him twice. Well, I think Baranek hit him twice. Oh, that's right. Baranek hit him twice, and Lee's hit him once. Right. Here's a ball toward left field. It's going to drop for a base hit. Galloway had to make a decision there. You know, if he dives for it, it might it might get and skip into the corner. He pulled up and took it on a hop. Yeah, we were there with, within one strike of getting out of this inning when he hit Corona. Yep. McLeod. And then follows that up with a base hit. Sixteenth hit of the game for Louisiana Tech. The batter's Corona. Corona is three for three tonight. Two singles, an RBI double, and he was hit by a pitch. Swing and a miss there, swung late. On a 78 mile an hour changeup. It's two balls and one strike. Runners at first and second in the pitch. Ground ball to second. They'll go the short way to second. So it's Coker to Mabry for the putout. And that'll end the inning. And none come across for Louisiana Tech. No runs on one hit. One man left, and there were no errors. Heading to the bottom of inning number six, it's Louisiana Tech 15, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Bottom of the sixth inning coming up for Middle Tennessee. Jackson Galloway, DJ Wright, and Gabe Jennings to face Jonathan Fincher, who has gone five complete, giving up seven hits and two runs. But he is pitching with a 13-run lead. First pitch swinging here, ball in the air. The left fielder continues to come in, and Matulia will make the catch for out number one. So Galloway out on an F7. That'll bring up DJ Wright. Spent a little time the last couple of days with DJ. He was a presenter last night at 
the Raiders' Choice Awards. How did he do? Did very well, and he did nicely on this hit ball to the outfield, but it's going to be not far enough into the teeth of that wind and caught by the left fielder for the second out of the inning. He was looking dapper with a, I think he had a pink bow tie on, if I'm correct. Now third baseman Gabe Jennings. This lead holds, first pitch to Jennings, by the way, is a ball. If this lead holds, these two teams are in a tie for fourth place. Absolutely. Ball two misses, or ball one misses to make it ball two, two and oh. Fincher, here's a swing to right field and three fly ball outs to the outfield. That'll do it for middle in the sixth inning. For the Blue Raiders, no runs, hits, or errors, nobody left. Six inning totals, Louisiana Tech 15 runs, 16 hits, two errors. The Blue Raiders, two runs on seven hits, no errors. Seventh inning coming up. Back to the ballpark after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Across campus at Observatory Park, Middle Tennessee wins in softball over UTSA. We head to the top of the seventh, and to take you home, here's the old pro, Dick Palmer. 15-2, Louisiana Tech leading. They will have Bates to lead off against Justin Lee. Slams the first pitch just past a diving D.J. Wright, but foul down the first baseline. Strike one to Bates. A lot of these Tech batting averages are going to uh, spiral upward yes. after tonight. I didn't do very well. You handed it over to me, and it was 6-2. to two. <laughs> First pitch, no, second pitch popped up left side. Coker over, Jennings over. It's going to be Jennings to make the catch in fair territory by about a step for out number one here in the seventh. And you had and you had three guys right there within about five feet of it. So one out in the seventh. I guess my uh, broadcast partner, Mr. Calliff, picked a good night to take the night off, huh? <laughs> if you're, yeah, exactly. Here's Matulia. Left-hand hitting outfielder takes a ball. 
from Justin Lee. Lee's gone an inning and two-thirds. Check swing and a strike call, one and one. So the Raiders freshman pitching core has been battered around yeah, a bit tonight. They've got a few bruises tonight and one yeah. one is swung out and missed. Well, I guess that was a two strike pitch, and that's strike three on Matulia. He's up and down in short order. Yes. Here's Justin Williams. Well, you know, and for Jerry Myers, you know, you've got to you try to plan your pitching for a whole weekend and you know, it's just hard to deal with it when it happens on Friday night. Williams hits it to right field and deep, and that one is not going to stay in the park. That is the second home run for Williams, who came in with no batting average. He'll have a nice one after tonight. And Dave Nitz, the uh, longtime Louisiana Tech broadcaster, was telling me that you keep an eye on this Justin Williams. He's getting a start tonight, and he can flat out hit. <laughs> well, I bet he's in the lineup tomorrow. He has scored three runs and driven in four. So it is now 16-2. to two. Williams with his second home run. Pitch is outside, and it's... One and one now to Birch, who has struck out the last two at-bats. Takes it outside, ball two, two and one. Fifth hit to fifth run off Justin Lee on the Williams home run. There's a swing and a foul on deck. Hitter snagged it on the bounce. It's two and two. Two outs, nobody on, and a swing and a miss. Birch is down on strikes for the third straight time, but in the inning, one run, one hit. The home run the by Williams, one run one nobody left. left it is seventh Smith. inning stretch time here at the ballpark. Louisiana Tech 16, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders.
This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. And we take you into the bottom of the seventh inning. Raiders trailing in this game 16-2 to as they're going to leave Fincher out there for another inning. Now seven innings is the longest he has pitched this season in any one game, and he's done that three times. With this big a lead, they might just let him finish. Luke Vinson will lead it off for the Raiders, one of the bright spots on a uh, night where not very many of them have uh, appeared. Vinson two for two with a bunt single and a double. And the left-hander's first pitch to Luke is a half swing and a miss, strike one. The Raiders have scattered seven hits throughout the ball game, but could only plate two runs so far. This next pitch is low for ball. One ball, one strike to Benson. And I think the uh, substitution process has started. Similar is going to hit for Snyder next. Benson pokes this one into left field, and hmm. it's going to be caught. The left fielder, Matulia. So that is out number one. Here's Bryce Simlar. We'll get his first at bat of the evening. Another young man from over your way, Chip. I went to school with a relative of his somewhere along the way. Bryce has had one hit this season and in four at bats and pops this one up. First baseman. Davis is going to make the catch, and that is out number two. Well, you said earlier that the uh, the bench would start getting some work tonight. Here's Mabry. First pitch in for a strike, nothing in one. JT's just been in a quagmire for the last three or four games. Hasn't been able to get anything to fall. He fouls this one out of play, and it's 0-2. And when you're not going well, it seems like you're always up there with an 0-2 count. <laughs> like you come out of the dugout 0-2. Ventures pitch is high inside. He had to duck under that one. One ball, two strikes. Well, we have uh, we have had a Wendy's hit in the game. That's one of our bright spots, I guess. The pitch, Mabry fouls it off to the right side. Two outs in the seventh inning, and Louisiana Tech leading 16 to two. They got one in the first, one in the second, four in the third, two in the fourth, seven in the fifth, and one in the seventh. Mabry fouls this one off, and the count holds. 
One ball, two strikes. Raiders scored single runs in the first and third off Jonathan Fencher, who is looking to pick up his seventh win of the season. He's well along with it. Pitch in the dirt, bounces away, two and two. Our Blue Raider uh, men's tennis team did quite well this past week. And the golf team also, I think. Pitch, ground ball to second, backhanded, but it's past the second baseman, and that will be a base hit for Mabry. And that broke a string of uh, a lot of at-bats without a hit for JT. Saw Coach Jimmy Borndame here tonight. He was at the ball game. He and his wife and his daughter. I didn't see Rocco, his son, but uh, but they were there. And boy, the, the, the they went they went and uh, and they did not lose a match. No, they they were 4-0-4-0. and breezed right through, didn't they? They did. And uh, the uh, golf team finished second in stroke play and lost in uh, in match play on Thursday. One ball, no strikes. Coker swings, fouls this one out of play. One and one. By the way, the uh, the tennis team, they will have a watch party Monday at Happy's Sports Lounge down on West Main. 5.30 is the, uh, is the selection show, and they'll crank things up in there a little bit before that. There's a drive hit deep to left center field by Coker. And that one is going to be caught by the if, center fielder. If this wind had not been uh, blowing that hard, that ball would probably have left the park. I but, think you're right. So that is all in the seventh for the Raiders. They get uh, a hit and leave a runner. No runs, one hit, one left. We have completed seven. Louisiana Tech leading 16-2. to two. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Defensive changes for the Blue Raiders now in right field, number five, Bryce Simler. And at catcher, number four, Jerry. So we go to the eighth inning, couple of changes defensively for the Raiders. Uh, Bryce Simler is in right field. He hit for Snyder in the inning, and Jared Vitato is taken over behind the plate for Briggs Rudder, and he'll be the first batter in the eighth inning for the Raiders. 
Mr. Palmer, you catch all kinds of little interesting tidbits on the internet. Um, one today is former Western Kentucky basketball coach Rick Stansberry has now taken a job as an assistant. Where would you think? Where would be your top three guesses? Uh, Shortstop number three. SEC? No. Missouri Valley? No. Big East? No. <laughs> At Memphis? With Penny. Pitch to Safford is a ball outside. And there's a line drive that's going to be foul and out of play. One and one. He'd had some health problems last year, hadn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, and glad to see him get over those and get through those. It, it was I talked with him in the airport. We were on the same flight coming back from FIU and FAU and and it was no joke. He, it was a tough situation that could have been much worse. Another foul down the first base side. One and two to Will Safford, who hit his first home run of the season back in the third inning. A left-handed batter. Looks at a pitch low, and it's two and two. Justin Lee is now working in his fourth inning. And the Raiders would love to see him just finish this one out. Not have to use any more out of the bullpen. There's a ball hit to right field. Semler going back on the track, and that one is off the wall. And Safford will cruise into second base. Now, he was hitting 140 going into the game. He's had a three-run homer and now a double. And that is hit number six off Justin Lee, I think. And hit number, what is that, 18? Yes. Ball hit to right center field by Davis. And that will send everybody in a low and Simler will take it for the out. And advancing to third after the catch is Safford. So a deep fly to right field by Davis. Safford, who had just doubled, tagged up and went to third. He's there with one out. For Logan McLeod, who has been hit by a pitch on three consecutive at-bats. Hit it off his fist down the right field line, and Hmm. D.J. Wright tried to make a miracle catch and just missed. Good effort. Yeah, he kind of blindly stuck his arm out there and almost almost made a catch. Coming into the inning, Justin Lee in three innings had thrown 54 pitches, so not a huge number. There's a ball hit to right field and a base hit. That'll score another run for the uh, visiting Tech Bulldogs, and McLeod drives in a run with a single to right. That will make it 17-2. to two. And a n- Safford comes in to score. 19 hits tonight. Right field number four, Brody Droust. Here is Droust, the right fielder. He's had a home run. He hit uh, a lead. No, he hit the grand slam, didn't he, back in the fifth. Well, we've got a 
Got a visit to the mound. Has our pitcher hurt himself? He, it appears this is an injury situation because the trainer's there too, and he's looking at it. Raider trainer is Quinn McDonald, and he'll walk with Lee back to the dugout. We'll have a pitcher coming in out of the pen who will get all the time he needs. And, and Justin Lee uh, initiated that conference with the home plate umpire. That's going to be uh, Jalen Wirtz coming in. First pitcher we've used tonight who is not a freshman. He is a sophomore. So Wirtz comes in, and he'll get all the time he wants to warm up. And this will be the fifth pitcher of the night used by Middle Tennessee. So we'll take a break. Back to the ballpark, and we'll get you information on the new pitcher right after this as you listen to Blue Raider Baseball. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New pitcher for Middle Tennessee is Jalen Wirtz. This will be his 11th overall appearance so far. He is 2-0 with a 7.85 ERA. This will be his 11th appearance, 8th out of the bullpen. In 18 and the third previous innings, he had given up 25 hits, 18 runs, 16 of which were earned. He has walked 11, struck out 11. And he'll face Brody Droust here in the eighth. Left-handed hitter and Wirtz's first pitch foul with a screen strike one. 17 to two, Louisiana Tech leading. Justin Lee went three innings, gave up seven hits, six runs, all earned. No walks, four strikeouts, two hit batsmen and the runner at first is his responsibility. Pitch is swung on and drilled, but D.J. Wright comes up with it and will make the play unassisted for out number two. The runner at first, McLeod, advances down to second. So two outs, and this is George Corona, the catcher. Double, single, single. He's hit by a pitch and is hit into a fielder's choice. He's had a pretty good night. Right-handed batter hitting 277 coming in. He's up that quite a bit. 
Wirtz checks the runner at second, and the pitch low for ball one. Well, for those of you still hanging with us, we appreciate you staying with us and listening as the Raiders taking it on to chin tonight. 17-2. to two. Backs away from an inside pitch, 2-0. and oh. Works, who's from Gallatin, ready to pitch. And again, tries to come inside and misses. Ball three, three and oh. The runner on second base is McLeod with that double. Actually a single in advance to second on the ground out. There's a strike, three and one. And the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to center. Benson backing up. Settles under it and takes it for out number three. That is all in the eighth inning. For Louisiana Tech, they pick up one run on two hits and leave a runner. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Louisiana Tech leading 17-2 to two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the eighth inning, and uh, Jonathan Fetcher has been lifted. Tanner Knight is the new pitcher. He is a right-hander. I think we also have a new catcher. Nope, we don't. He was oh, just... He was warming up until uh, Corona got ready. Correct. So Tanner Knight... Takes over the pitching duties for Fincher. Knight making his ninth appearance has not given up a run this season. He's pitched six innings, allowed five hits, but no runs. Six walks, six strikeouts. Opponents hitting 217 against the right-hander Knight. Senior. Final numbers for Fincher tonight. Seven innings, seven hits, two runs, one earned, no walks, four strikeouts. He threw 107 pitches, 73 of those were strikes. And here's Jared Vitato, took over the catching duties 
in the top of the inning for Briggs Rudder and takes the first pitch for ball one. Vita Toll, one of the few left-handed hitters the Raiders have on the roster. There's a strike called. It's one and one. Low for a ball. Jared also from over in Sumner County. Went to from Gallatin, but he went to Davidson Academy. The pitch is a ball outside. Three and one. Knight, the new pitcher, delivers low and inside, and he walked him. So Vitato takes his walk and will go to first base. Jeremiah Boyd will be the batter. So our little bat boy recovers the uh, all the paraphernalia that <laughs> players wear these days when they bat. That would be Luke DeLeon. And he got he had to go get the bat. You got the elbow guard. You got the the, uh, the forearm guard, whatever. The, <laughs> the, the foot guard, all the body armor. Here's Boyd, and the first pitch to Jeremiah is a strike call, nothing in one. Jeremiah had a first inning double, drove in a run, one of two the Raiders have picked up, and he drills this one to left field for a base hit. So the first two men have reached here in the eighth inning. Base on balls to Vita Toe and a single for Jeremiah Boyd. First and second, nobody out. And here is Jackson Galloway. Galloway had a base hit in the third inning and drove in a run. Jeremiah is one of those guys, that he, it's almost like he could fall out of bed and hit a single. There's a pitch pop foul. That's back out of play. One strike to Galloway. DJ Wright waiting to hit next. First and second. Nobody out. We're in the eighth inning. Tanner Knight, the right-hander, delivers. And a little tap. Pitcher's going to backhand it. His only play will be to first. And the throw almost pulled the first baseman off, but he stayed in touch with the bag, so that will be a one-to-three put out. The other uh, two runners advance a base. So you've got runners at second and third with just one out in the eighth. D.J. Wright will stand in. D.J. 0 for 3 tonight. He's flying out twice and popped out. And Jerry is asking about whether it was a tag to the head or if his foot was still in the bag or something. So, he, and for about the third time tonight, they're calling all the umpires in. Well, I, I don't know if you listened to any uh, the other night at Belmont, but they huddle like that at least half a dozen times in the game, and every time they huddled, they would go to a little tent and check a replay. They have a replay. In Missouri Valley? Yep, and uh, it was just, 
it made a uh, two and a half hour ball game into a, almost a three and a half hour game. Pitches outside, ball one to DJ. But you and Mr. Callow had a much warmer night at Rose Park than I had there a year ago. Yeah, he told me about that. Wow. <laughs> Whatever the lowest temperature you can have without water freezing is what we had <laughs> that day. One ball, one strike. Runner second and third, one out, the pitch. Strike called, and it's one and two. I think it's the coldest baseball game I've ever done. Here's the pitch. Ground ball. Let's score one run. Shortstop has it. Long throw across is in time. Vitato comes in to score to make it 17-3. to DJ will get an RBI on a ground out to short. Two away now. Jeremiah Boyd over to third, and the batter is Gabe Jennings. Gabe is 0 for 3. Pitch outside for a ball, 1 and 0. Tanner Knight. In relief of the starter, Fincher delivers a strike. And it's one and one to Jennings. Jeremiah Boyd, the runner at third. Jennings hits one to third and quickly over to first. That will retire Gabe and retire the side here in the eighth inning. One run in the inning. There was one hit and one man left. Eight innings in the books here. It is Louisiana Tech 17, Middle Tennessee 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we go to the ninth inning, 17 to 3, Louisiana Tech lead. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors, uh, beginning with the law offices of John Day, textbook brokers, our friends at Wendy's, First Vision Bank, our strikeout sponsor, and our home run sponsor, Old South Properties. Haven't. Uh, had one of them tonight, but uh, we appreciate all of them for being with us all season. There's a ball hit deep to right. If it's fair, it's trouble, and it is fair, and it is trouble. 
That, that is, is an a un- home run. <laughs> it's an unsponsored home run. For Ethan Bates. He is one of their two-way players. The other one, Justin Williams, has hit two home runs. So Bates hits it out of the ballpark to make it 18-3. to Well, Jerry Myers comes out, and there's going to be a pitching change. So that's going to be all for Jalen Wirtz. He came in and got the only two batters he faced in the eighth inning, but then allows a leadoff home run here in the ninth. And Middle's about to use their sixth pitcher of the night. And that is uh, going to be Sato. So we're going to take a quick break. Back in 60 seconds, and we'll give you an update on the stats for the stats with Forsado. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New pitcher for the Raiders is Jackson Underwood. He is a freshman out of Riverdale High School, 6'2, 200 pounder. Yep, just his third appearance on the year. No wins or losses, no ERA. One in the third innings pitched. He's given up one hit and walked one, struck out one. Matulia, the left-handed hitting outfielders, fouls the first pitch off, strike one. And Underwood comes right back, misses outside, one and one. Mr. Palmer, of the category of interesting things you find on the Internet, have something else tonight. <laughs> okay. Our, our, our pal, former Blue Raider baseball and football player, Dewan Buford was on a TV show today. They were taping a TV show with Emerald Lagasse. There's a ball hit in the air to left field, and Galloway's going to call for it. He'll make the catch for out number one. So give me a little bit more information. Well, apparently Emerald is shooting a series of TV shows about tailgating and was in Nashville. And I'm not sure yet how Dewan got on there, but Dewan and his tailgate crew uh, were on with the TV taping with Emerald. So be on the lookout for uh, the smiling face of one Dewan Buford. So what were they tailgating? 
they were just doing I don't know they were they were they were tailgating for the TV show I guess Dewan was showing off his uh, tailgating okay. prowess which he has plenty of Justin Williams the batter swings and misses evens the count up at one and one Underwood's pitch ground ball to third outside the line and foul I've had Dewan's food on more than one occasion and uh, it was worth it one ball, two strikes. Underwood with the pitch. Missed outside, two and two. We are in the ninth. It is nine is it nineteen to three or eighteen? Eighteen. Eighteen to three. And you get a walk. And there's a base on balls to Williams. So Underwood is the sixth pitcher used by the Raiders. Five of them have been freshmen. Here's Birch, the center fielder. He has struck out three consecutive times at bat. And you know his teammates are not going to let him forget that. There's a foul out of play, strike one. That's a Zaxby's foul ball. Ground ball up the middle. Coker feels it behind the bag. Throw to first. Not in time. He beat it out. The throw was low, and Wright didn't come up with it. I think that'll be a hit. Yeah, that'll be a hit. They weren't going to get him out. Even if DJ had caught the ball. So, a runner at first. Shortstop number three, Will Safford. The batter is Safford. Swing and a miss, strike one. Two outs in the inning. They're not holding the runner. Ball is low, one and one. Right-hander Underwood delivers, ground ball to first. DJ comes up with it, makes the play unassisted, and that will do it in the ninth. One run and one hit. One hit. In the top of the ninth for the Bulldogs, one run off. Man left. Eighteen to three. Louisiana Tech leading as we go to the bottom of the ninth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And Luke Benson leads off the ninth with a solid base hit to center field. And the Raiders have a man on with nobody out. That is the second hit off Tanner Knight. Second pitcher used by the Bulldogs tonight. Here is Bryce Simlar. Popped out in the seventh and his only previous at-bat. They're not holding the runner. And the pitch is a strike called. Nothing in one. Pitch right down the middle. Strike two called. Bottom of the ninth inning. And a swing and a miss. Bryce goes down swinging for out number one. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Blue Raider Network. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer, Chip Walters suffering through this one with you from Reese Smith Field. Mabry hits one foul down the third base side. Strike one. Runner at first, one out. 18 to three, Louisiana Ooh. Tech. And it has been as ugly as that sounds. <clears throat> Every bit. Ooh. That one hits Mabry in the batting element. Well, remember both teams were warned. But apparently there was not a purpose with that pitch no. as well. And here's Jerry Myers just going to check with him to make sure. Going to check with his player to make sure he's okay. Right. So Mabry is at first base, hit by the pitch. Benson with a leadoff single is at second. One out for Brett Coker. Hit a deep fly ball to center field in the seventh. That was caught by the center fielder. There is a ball outside. One ball, no strikes to Coker. Had hits in his first two at-bats tonight, two for four. Right-hander delivers. Missed low, ball two. Our friend uh, Bob Jamison scared the bejesus out of me this morning. I was backing out of my driveway and stopped and was writing something down and all of a sudden somebody pecked on my window of my car and and there was I had not seen anybody and I look out and I, well after I jumped a little bit I looked out and it was it was Bob and Susan and they they lived in the next street over from me so they they walk through my neighborhood and 
and they thought it I that I had seen them, but obviously I hadn't with my reaction. But they were doing well. Strike called. He'll be back helping out on one of the road trips coming up. Yeah, going to Charlotte for us. Yep. There's the ball outside. That's going to load the bases mm-hmm. here in the ninth inning. And the batter is Jared Vitato. So Vincent goes over to third. Mabry is at second. And the pitching coach goes to the mound for Louisiana Tech. Talk to his right-hander, Tanner Knight. Probably said, son, let's get this over with (laughs) and get to the hotel. Jared has batted one time. He walked, came around to score in the eighth inning on a hit by Galloway. Knight with a pitch. Swung on, hit in the gap into center field. It's going to drop for a hit. Two runs are going to score. The throw comes in, gets away, and runners will be at second and third. Pitcher was backing up home plate, but could not prevent the uh, other two runners from advancing. So Vitato drives in two with a base hit in the left center as Benson and Mabry come around to score. And then the runners advance on an overthrow to home plate. So I guess they'll charge another error. That is the fourth error of the night for Louisiana Tech. Pitch comes inside. Well, they picked a good night to commit four errors when they score 18 runs. And this is Geno Evros filling in for for Vitato or for Bo- Jeremiah Boyd. For Jeremiah Boyd, the DH, yeah. Count to him goes to one and two. Second and third, one out in the ninth. Two runs have scored. It's 18 to five. Ball two to Evros. He is a an Austin P transfer. This will be his only season with the Raiders, just like Boyd. He's a grad transfer. Full count now, three and two, and he hits this one foul to the screen. A couple of other scores around the league. A final UAB beat UTSA tonight, four to two. Bottom of the seventh, FAU leads FIU eleven to one. Rice leading Dallas Baptist five to three in the bottom of the eighth. Ground ball to short. A run will score. The throw to first is not in time. Another it's, error. Gets away from the first baseman, and runners will be at first and third. So Coker comes in to score on the ground out. That'll give Avros an RBI. And Vitato goes to third. Avros is safe. Is that uh, an error it's on the throw? An, I think error on the shortstop. That's what I let me look here and see what they say. 
Pitch hitting for the Blue Raiders, number six, Cam Johnson. So first and third, still one out. This is Cam Johnson. He will hit for Galloway. Right-handed batter. Takes a strike, nothing and one. Saw a little action early in the season. Hasn't seen much lately. It's going to be an E6 on that last play. Gotcha. Swing and a miss. Nothing in tune out of Johnson. Cam is two out of eight on the season. He's out of Seymour, Tennessee. That's up in East Tennessee. Yes, it is. Here's the 0-2 outside. That's in the dirt, and another run's going to score. That'll be a wild pitch. Coming in to score will be Vitato. So three, four runs in the inning to make it 18 to seven. <clears throat> Still just one out. And a one ball, two strike count on Cam Johnson. Right-handers pitch, swung on and fouled out of play. Wow, that hit the facade on the roof and dropped straight down. Somebody got an easy, easy pickings right there. Count remains one and two to Johnson. Tanner Knight with the pitch. Strike called, and that's out number two in the inning. So DJ Wright will stand in. Cale Vinson has grabbed a bat. He's going to hit for Jennings if DJ Wright can keep the inning going. Pitch is low and outside. Ball one to DJ. Well, the Raiders uh, waited a little bit late to get this rally going. Pitch is swung on and fouled. Western tonight leading Charlotte in the top of the ninth in Bowling Green, eight to four. Western's been playing better lately. They have. Glad we're through with them. Here's the one-one pitch. Ground ball up the middle. That's gonna score another run. Avros will round third and cross home plate. And it's now an 18 to eight game. <laughs> DJ Wright drives in a run with a single. And Lane Burroughs has seen enough, it appears. So the Raiders have scored five here in the bottom of the ninth inning and still are 10 runs behind. I know. And we'll have a new pitcher coming in for Louisiana Tech. We'll take a break and tell you about him when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. New pitcher for Louisiana Tech is a right-hander, Raleigh Hector, sophomore. He is a transfer from Texas A&M, making his 13th appearance, one and three with a 7.57 earned run average. Opponents hitting. 365 against him. And it's going to be Cale Benson. This is Luke's younger brother, a freshman out of Oakland High School. Cale is making his eighth appearance. One out of four and does have a run batted in. He is an infielder, and I think he will challenge for the uh, shortstop position next year. Right-handed batter, unlike his brother, who bats from the left side. The pitch takes it high for ball one. So Jennings on the night was 0 for 4. Strike called, one and one. Blue Raiders have put five across here in the ninth, but down to their last out. 18 to eight, the score. And the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play to the right, one and two. Hector comes set. Fly ball down the right field line. May be playable. Right fielder over. He will make a running catch, and that's going to end the ball game. So Vincent fouls out to the right fielder. He was the ninth batter in the inning. The Raiders score five. Pick up one, two, three. Three hits, but there were a couple of arrows in the inning. And they leave one. So the final is Louisiana Tech 18, Middle Tennessee 8. We'll give you all the totals and highlights when we come back. Our postgame show will be coming away next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast to second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and welcome back in. This is our Blue Raider postgame show as the Raiders fall to Louisiana Tech tonight by a score of 18-8. to that's right, you heard correctly. They uh, picked up 15 of those runs in the first five innings of this game. As uh, they got off to a good start with a run in the first inning, the Raiders came back and answered that with a run of their own. It was one-to-one one after one. Tech got a run in the second inning as uh, starter Patrick Johnson 
struggled and could not get out of the inning. Ollie Akins came on to get the last out, but it was two to one after two innings. And then the bottom really fell out in the third when they picked up four runs. Raiders came back with a run in their half of the third, so it was six to two after three. Two more runs in the fourth inning made it eight to two. And then the inning that really put the game out of reach was the fifth. They got a grand slam home run in that inning, scored seven runs, and that made it 15 to two. They added single runs in the seventh, eighth, and ninth for a total of 18. The Raiders picked up a single run in the eighth and five in the bottom of the ninth, and it finished 18 to eight. Raiders are now 21 and 20 on the season, 10 and nine in Conference USA. Louisiana Tech now 21 and 22. They are also 10 and nine in Conference USA and chip this uh, ball game. We, we expected this to be a, uh, a close-knit series. The team's pretty even coming in, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we just got steamrolled tonight. Did and Louisiana Tech coming in, only hitting 235 as a team, and <laughs> that was uh, – I, I would be interested to see what their team – batting average, uh, how many points they were able to raise it this evening. But they hit, what, four or five home runs tonight. They had two three-run homers uh, and a grand slam. So just on those three home runs alone, they scored 10 runs. Yeah, they were 21 for 46. Almost hit almost 500 tonight wow. as a team. Yeah, that'll that'll push that average up a little bit and, uh, and played long ball tonight. The Raiders – Used six pitchers tonight. Five of them were freshmen. Uh, the only non-freshman pitcher was sophomore Jalen Wirtz. And every one of our pitchers gave up at least one run, with the exception of our last pitcher, Jackson Underwood, who pitched a, a scoreless uh, inning. So. Johnson went an inning in two-thirds. Gave up uh, two runs on five hits. Ollie Akins, an inning and a third, four runs on Four hits, uh, Baranek, an inning and a third, gave up five runs, all earned on three hits. Then Justin Lee gave up six earned runs on seven hits over three innings. Wirtz went two-thirds, gave up a run on one hit, and then uh, Underwood went a full inning, did not give up a run, and uh, just one hit. Okay, we'll take our final uh, break here and hope to have – some words from Coach Jerry Myers when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. 
It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. And welcome back into our post-game show as the Raiders fall to Louisiana Tech by a score of 18-8. to And you've got some uh, other games that uh, you can report on. That's right. Around Conference USA tonight, a couple of finals, everything else very close. We're three finals now that uh, the middle – and Louisiana Tech game has gone final. The other two finals, UAB uh, wins over number 25 UTSA 4-2. to two. And also uh, in the bottom of the ninth, Dallas Baptist, who retook the lead in the league last weekend, they're losing tonight at Rice by a score of 5-3, to three, and that is in the bottom of inning number 8. In the top of the eighth, down in Boca, Florida Atlantic has broken open that game. It's now 13-1, to FAU leading that one. And also Western Kentucky and Charlotte have now gone final. That is an 8-4 to Western Kentucky win in that one. Don't forget tomorrow the Blue Raiders play at 3 o'clock again, and uh, that's one of the great things about baseball is – uh, when uh, things don't go your way one day, you turn around and you get to play again, and that makes life a little bit better. Yeah, as uh, Coach Donnelly once said, in football, if we lose, we got to sit on it for a week. And uh, in baseball, you come right back and play the next day. So uh, we're going to go down to the field in just a moment. Austin Pert will be standing by with our Blue Raider head coach, 
Jerry Myers, and we are ready to go. Austin? Here with head coach Jerry Myers after tonight's uh, loss to Louisiana Tech. Obviously, giving them momentum early, not exactly what you want. How hard is it to recover after giving a team like that some some momentum? I mean, it's always difficult to shift momentum, but I mean, it's uh, it's about if putting up a couple of zeros in the maybe the third or fourth inning and and being able to answer. Um, they scored in the first. We answered in the first. Um, we just couldn't get out. You know, it's like we couldn't get our footing on the mound. Uh, you know, for, you know, a couple guys had some good spurts in there, but then, you know, some damage was done, and, and it was. Uh, it seemed like uh, a lot of things didn't go our way. It seems like a lot of things did go their way. They made a, they booted a few late in the game and uh, made some errors. But uh, you know, when, once the game uh, got some some separation, and it becomes very difficult to get momentum back on your side. And I feel like our guys continue to try to have as good at bats as they would have tried to have in a closer game, and and uh, stayed locked in that way. And uh, we just weren't we weren't good enough on the mound. We got off to a bad start. We couldn't overcome it. Pitching obviously struggled early. A couple home runs that are given up. What do you tell your guys going into a game like tomorrow? How do you wipe this clean? Well, we're, we're 40 games in, and uh, we've done a lot of good things at times, and. Uh, you know, I've been on the both both sides of uh, kind of games like that, and you know, it's it's one of those deals where uh, as hard as hard as it is, whether you lost two to one or five to four, or with a lopsided score and, and a game that was uh, out of you know got out of control uh, too early and and was seemed like it was insurmountable. But from from the standpoint of getting ready for tomorrow. Um, it's it's just like any other time. I tell them you got to get over wins and you got to get over losses because you got to play the next day, and you got to do it equally the same no matter what the score was or how you played or or how frustrated you might have been uh, with the particular day. You got to get ready for tomorrow. Perfect. Head coach Jerry Myers, Middle Tennessee, back in action tomorrow at 3 p.m. right here at Reese Smith Junior Field. All right, thank you, Austin. Thanks to uh, Coach Myers for his comments. I know it's tough to talk. Yeah. After a loss like that, Chip. It is, and you know, but they they do like you said. You got to get over wins, you got to get over losses, and and it's only one. You, you this was game forty one on the schedule tonight, and and it's that it is one. And you come back, you've got you still have a great opportunity to win this series, and you've got your guy going tomorrow, Jaden Ham. Uh, you know, he he could come out and really turn the momentum of this series completely around if he comes out with a great start tomorrow. Yeah, he pitched against. Uh, tonight's starter, Fincher, in the uh, final game of the series in Ruston last year, and the Raiders won that game 7-3 to three and won the series, took two out of three from La Tech in Ruston, so they will hope to uh, get back on track tomorrow, even the series up, and then go for the series win on Sunday. In the uh, Looking at the box score, Chip, this is, this is really unbelievable. Every starter... For Louisiana Tech had two hits or more. I yeah. don't think I've ever seen that. 21 where, total hits. Yeah, where every starter uh, had a multi-hit game. And they had two Raiders, or two uh, batters with four runs batted in each. Uh, another with three. So this was just uh, an awesome performance by Louisiana Tech from an offensive point of view. Their pitcher was good. And uh, it went seven innings, allowed only one earned run. 
They committed five errors in the game, but it uh, didn't seem like it uh, bothered them very much. I, that's what I mentioned earlier, that they, you know, they picked a good day uh, to have a punt, pass, and kick contest out there with the baseball because uh, they committed five errors, but they score 18 runs, and uh, that balanced that out. 18 runs, 21 hits, five errors for Louisiana Tech. They leave nine runners on. Middle Tennessee, eight runs, 11 hits, no errors. The Raiders also strand nine. The winning pitcher will be the starter, Fincher, whose record is now 7-3, and three, and the Raiders starter, Patrick Johnson, who did not get out of the second inning, takes a loss. He is 3-3. Three and three. Time of the game was three hours and eight minutes. Started at, uh, they tell us here, at 70 degrees and a little bit cooler than that. Not quite 70 right now. Right now, so we will wrap it up uh, here. Chip, thanks so much for sitting in for uh, John. I think John will be back tomorrow, and uh, it's tomorrow will be a new day. Tomorrow is another day. Yes. That's what Scarlett said. 18-8, to eight, the final score. Louisiana Tech leading. These teams are now tied for fourth place in Conference USA, and somebody will break that tie tomorrow. We hope it's the Raiders. For Chip Walters, this is Dick Palmer. Our studio engineer has been Jackson Smith, and we'll see you tomorrow at 245 for our pregame show and more Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS.